listening to the World Famous White Roof Radio with cast number 676, recorded on Tuesday, October 26, 2021. No sponsor this time, just DB and Gabe. For those of you playing the Wire Radio home game, you already know that Gabe and I spent a day at the BMW Performance Center in Thermal, California for BMW Mini Test Fest. We drove a bunch of BMWs, and I took the opportunity to drive a bunch of Minis. And as a special bonus, we were able to interview Mike Payton, who is the Chief Motorer and Vice President of Mini of the Americas, and of course, friend of the show, Pat McKenna, Head of Marketing, Product, Events, and Strategy at Mini USA. If you weren't playing the home game, Gabe and I posted a bunch of photos on Instagram over at White Roof Radio, Motoring File, and the Bimmerfile accounts. Keep an eye on MotoringFile.com and Bimmerfile.com for Gabe's thoughts on the cars he drove, and pay attention to the next episode of White Roof Radio. We're going to talk way more about this event. And a quick note, anytime you actually hear me say 2021, imagine I'm actually saying 2022. Got it? Cool. Let's get to it. Thanks. Yeah. I recorded this guy on the motorcycle. Is that a BMW bike? No. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm glad I got it. Uh, the DB Gabe were driving a ridiculous car, a 5 Series CS through Box Canyon, and we were just amazed at this car. Well pick up that because, sound, you know, but... because of that, I don't know if you guys heard that or not, but it was, it's ridiculous. It, it is ridiculous. The whole thing is 627 horsepower, $142,000 gets you performance that doesn't make any sense outside of an electric car. That's a 5 Series. It's a 5 Series. It's got four seats, four <laughs> quad carbon buckets. Carbon buckets. Carbon fiber bucket seats. What the, what, the, uh, what the frack? And it is a, a car that is so easy to drive fast. It's so, um, it's so capable, yet it's extremely composed. I mean... It's, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's still a 5 Series, and you're just kind of going, oh, okay. Car's just going, whatever. That's fine. Yeah. construction action a little construction over here um, but yeah it's 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 a really incredible vehicle and I'm I'm I've, I've, I've read many people talk uh, talk about it in glowing terms over the past year and this is my first time behind the wheel probably my only time this car's very limited so the chances of me driving it again are, are slim to none which is why we took it to Box Canyon we really wanted to oh you make DB car sick dude that's all that's all that was that was a lot of miles an hour. Does it feel like the Jawas are about to come out? Does it feel like what? Jawas from Star Wars. Yes, it does. That's where we're at. You guys have to check out the pictures on the Instagram. I know we're Mini Cooper stuff, but you know what? This car is pretty dope. I got a car behind me that is uh, wanting to get by, so I'm going to pull off. Oh, yeah. Give him some space. Give him some space. Because I know, DB, you're also not feeling great. Yeah, we'll get back so, on the straight roads in a minute. I don't want to ruin the drive for you. Yeah, that's all good. And we're going to go drive some minis here in a little bit, too. And um, maybe I'll drive an X3. Why not? It's fine. Anyway, check back. Just just a quick update from the 5 Series. Uh, DB hasn't barfed yet. And Gabe, what was our, MG, our current MPG? Uh, MPG is uh, pegged at 8.5. 8.5. 8. So let's, um, not, I think, let's not do the math on that. So that's pretty good. So high fives all around. Yes, that's boom, done. There we go. All right, so we are just finished lunch, hanging out at BMW Performance Center, uh, just processed a bunch of photos. Gabe's still working on it, and 
Pat's going to say a few words here in a few minutes. It'll be fun to watch. And then I think we're going to go take an electric mini out. At least I want to. And Gabe's going to go drive another well, ridiculous BMW. Big news. Oh, uh, God. We haven't the, put this the, yet. The biggest news, of course. This isn't is the that. biggest news. There's an autocross <laughs> course set up for the electric minis. And I did it, and it was a lot of fun. Those cars, we'll talk more about it on the show, actual show. Um, but so Gabe went out in the electric right, car, folks. autocross course. Hurry quick. 26.4, fastest time. All right, now my turn is DB. I'm in a 2021 JCW hardtop. And this car has all the things. Uh, driving around in sport mode, and it's, you know, it's like driving a Mini. Just driving a Mini that, <laughs> it's really fast. Um, this one, there's no throttle lag when you get on the gas, like there is with the R cars that I had before with the automatic. Uh, it shifts really tight and really crisp. It's really nice and it makes a really fun sound. Let's see if we can get any of this. Here we go. Also, that was 60 miles an hour, so pretty quick. Um, enjoying this a lot. Stay tuned. We still have more stuff from the BMW Performance Center in Thermal, California. All right, so DB again, uh, still at BMW Performance Center, as you can tell, it's recording with my iPhone. We just finished a really great interview with Pat McKenna and Mike Payton. Super awesome. Those guys took half hour, talked, asked questions, and it was right. Anyway, uh, I'm driving what I think might be my last car of the day, and this is the 2021 Cooper. And this one, ta-da, has a manual transmission. Very excited. Just now pulling out, and uh, we're gonna go roast some. We're gonna roast some gears in the Justa. God, that just sounds bad, and it tastes funny coming out of my mouth. How do you guys say that? I even opened the sunroof just, you know, because I got it. Anyway, right, DB back in the uh, Mini Cooper. The Cooper. And poking around and looking and checking things out. This car doesn't have a sport button which I find odd. But I also find this car drives quite nice and it makes a good sound. And everything that you liked about the R50 where third gear was like, you know, overdrive, you could really just rev it out and in doing so made it go faster in a fun way that was lost i think a little bit in the r56 cooper and it's all back all of it and it is it's charming i'm not gonna lie this car is a delight to drive manual transmission and this is it's like driving a mini that's all there's to it super nice this one happens to have all the bells and whistles which i think is probably a little ridiculous it's got the i don't know it's got the really nice touch screen which is cool and all the digital speedo and that screen which everything's got now which is very nice very easy to read uh it's got a sunroof which i drove with open for about a minute and then closed it because well it's a sunroof Oh yeah, second gear to, rev to redline is roughly 65 miles an hour. 
Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, good job, guys. This is, uh, I don't know, I, I seem to have remember that I drove an F56 uh, Mini Cooper during one of the Mini Takes Estates. I don't remember it being this, I don't remember it being this experience. I remember the experience being much more subdued than this, and this is definitely better. 2021. Cooper. We've been talking all day. We're out at the Performance Center at BMW Performance Center in Thermal, uh, California. Uh, joined today by Mike and Pat. This Woo-hoo. is totally awesome. They're going to talk to us. Yeah, so I think it's it's an exciting time. We've talked to individually, each of you, yep. a couple times. I think actually we did have you. Is this cross-examination? Oh, we've talked yeah. about, this there's, is a while ago, though. There's going like, to be, yeah. There's this is actually <laughs> at the last Performance there's, Center. That's exactly right. Yeah, there's two and a half years, two years ago ish. Yeah, right after we've actually last time we talked to Pat, both of us had hair. We are going to talk a little. Yeah, we're we're, going to bring up some some things in the past, Uh and then we're (laughs) going to ask how we feel. Uh, No, but it is obviously a pleasure to to talk to you guys. You know, on such a beautiful sunny Southern California day, Um, we've got a ton of minis out there. We've got classics. We've got autocross uh with just the electric mini which so by the awesome. way we just did so awesome. fantastic um yeah. i had the fastest time deleted due to track limits which i'm a little track gabe, limits. gabe couldn't mean? manage to stop in the box i, I was six uh, inches out you are 12 oh, inches out i was six oh, inches 12 out 12 inches and the i box was, was too small. i was a half second faster than anybody else so okay. it's it burns so but anyway right. now he's two and a half so seconds my this, this whole court's out of order yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> Back to the point here. It is a pleasure talking with both of you. Um, you know, Mike, you've you've uh, you've come in over the past what? Has it been two years? Just now? over two years. Yeah, two, two years, years July. Now. And yeah. you have had a wild ride. It has been. <laughs> it was, yeah. You right? know, obviously nothing that you could have foreseen. Um, and you are in standing here today, and we are looking at. It seems to be a favorable sort of a, a bit of a you know sun on the horizon here in terms yeah. of the brand and you know dealers being fairly healthy, et cetera. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, uh, I remember when I first came on board, I used to get all the questions about Mike. Oh my gosh, it's a, what's it like managing a small car brand and, and a truck and SUV world? And now, you know, fast forward, and I mean, the industry has changed so much in the past two years. Uh, you look back, you know, when I started in 2019, and, you know, dealers were definitely feeling some of the pressures mm-hmm. of just where they currently were and, you know, some prior investments and you know, the volumes having, you know, been adjusted down uh, a few different times. Now we've got a network that is really on par with what we're seeing around the world from being more sustainable and mm-hmm. in a good place and, you know, expenses under control. We're selling minis like crazy. Mm-hmm. Demand is incredible. Pat, Pat and team have really been working on, you know, how we're, you know, investing a lot of our marketing dollars just to get the word out there and generating brand awareness. And that's put many kind of high, higher on the consideration list because it was always making sure that many's on people's shopping list. Mm-hmm. And and that has changed so much over COVID. It's changed so much this year. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it's amazing what a uh, global pandemic and a uh, global s- semiconductor shortage will, will do to just – Get you thinking and yeah. looking at the business differently, and that and that leads to my my follow up, which is what I mean. So much has changed, obviously. So much has imp- been impacted, but what are some of the surprises that you've seen with coming through COVID and obviously the chip shortage, et cetera? Um, maybe in terms of sales, in terms of 
interactions with customers, et cetera. Yeah, I mean, one, be interesting to see what your perspective is on this too, but I, I would say one surprise is um, how positive the business effects have been mm-hmm. for us, for our dealers. Uh, it's been interesting too that even with short, short supply, we have customers, I mean, a lot of our pipeline is pre-sold coming in. Wow. Customers nice. are ordering their minis <clears throat> And they're getting exactly what they want, right? So it's actually mm-hmm. kind of working out for the customers too. And while the environment overall in the industry, many is no exception that, you know, there's not a lot of negotiating and haggling right now because the supply chain is so limited. Mm-hmm. But that also is more of a relief, I think, when people mm-hmm. are, you know, going and, and buying their mini because mm-hmm. they don't have to do kind the, of a level playing field. They don't right? have You're to do the part that they focusing hate about on going the car. To buy yeah. And that's why I hate buying cars is I don't like to do the game. Yeah. That's what, mm-hmm. Go sell me a car and I'll leave. Thank you. That's all I want to do. And, you know, it's interesting that, I mean, I, I, on, so many, on so many fronts, like Mini Electric, you know, you were out there yeah. on the autocross, right? Great car. And since we started taking pre-orders in December of 19, and we launched that in March of 20, right? Like, <laughs> right when the pandemic was hitting. I mean, pretty much every one of those cars has had a reservation on it or been pre-sold. And now this in this month of October here, we are at our. I think it'll end up being our highest reservation month since we wow. started the system back in December 2019, which shows you just in the past two years, a focus on electric, mm-hmm. focus on mini electric, <clears throat> has been just incredible. Mm-hmm. So really, really good. So it I don't really know if you is. have anything to add to that, but it's well, I think coming awesome. back to just the whole demand side. You know, when you go through a pandemic as a business, you there are people in the company that really look at, okay, is there's someone who plans a a negative outlook, there's there's a positive and there's somewhere in the middle. And there were some forecasts that were actually pretty scary. Mm-hmm. But the the thing that I kept thinking was, you know, like everyone else, we were locked down. And that to me meant there's pent up demand for just getting out and living mm-hmm. life. And for this brand that's so much about fun to drive and it's an experience and it's the community, I'm just thrilled to see us in a situation where, as Mike said, we're selling 50, 60, in some places 80% into the pipeline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That means all these cars are being custom ordered, which means people are getting exactly what they want. That sounds like the 2003 days. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's what a lot of this harkens back to. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. And our, I would say our community efforts are kind of at, at a peak right mm-hmm. now. And I think, again, people are starved for, for this getting back either virtually or mm-hmm. in person. And just, you know, and that's the real beauty of this brand uh, is, is the community. Well, and you heard, you heard Pat mention this earlier today. I mean, you take Mini Electric and... 80% of those customers are new to Mini. That's incredible. That's a huge that, that, And, that and huge. that's something that's been really <clears throat> important, too, is kind of getting more and more people to kind of mm-hmm. know the fun of Mini and, and mm-hmm. the go-kart handling and all of that and the community aspect. Mm-hmm. And so now you this is their their first entry mm-hmm. into Mini. And so on one hand, we want you know we wanted to make sure that car was competitively priced but you know attractively equipped and mm-hmm. so on. Um, but then in and of itself... It is a mini. Yeah, you know, you go out and look, and maybe from afar you might not be able to tell right, if right. that is that an electric or not. And that was 
you know, very intentional as well. Of those 80%, great. what's the, has there, is that a different customer? Are you seeing different people entering the brand? Yeah, you might know that better than me. Yeah, we're still, we're still looking at what, what makes them different and kind of are there identifiers mm-hmm. for them. But what, what's interesting to us is an EV buyer is they're looking for the powertrain first mm-hmm. and then... And then Mini, in, in the way they initially look at it, Mini is somewhat <clears throat> secondary. So that's why we're in uh, places like, there's something called Electrify Expo. So these are mm-hmm. like electric test drive events. And this is where we're really capitalizing on the fact these are people who are interested in electric. Mm-hmm. They're probably curious about electric. But our message there is like, this is the most fun to drive mm-hmm. electric. This is the best small electric car. Mm-hmm. So... We're right there with our superlatives because we're super proud of, <laughs> yeah. of what we bring to the table. Yeah. yeah. Well, and also, it's better looking than all the other electric cars. I mean, honestly, the Nissan yeah. Leaf. We think so, too. That's a good idea. Oh. We're biased, but we agree. <laughs> uh, right? We're in yeah, violent, violent agreement. Violent yeah. agreement here. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I want to pivot slightly since we're talking about product. And, you know, you, we obviously just heard your presentation uh, about various aspects of, of where Mini's at right now. And, and obviously this is the first, there's been a clear announcement from Munich and from, from you and from mm-hmm. well, everybody at Mini that this will ultimately be an electric brand at mm-hmm. some point. Um, we know that there's a transition period which has already started with, with the current car out there. For sure. Yep. What else, without divulging obviously anything that you won't divulge anyway, but what, what else can we look <laughs> forward to in the next few years as, as a Mini enthusiast but maybe somebody who's curious about electric cars who you don't want to leave the brand to go get a Model 3 or something else. I mean, is there something that they should be looking at, looking forward to from the brand? Yeah, I mean, you want to I think the, I mean, the way it's been for years with Mini, you have kind of two bookends or cornerstones, right? You have the hardtop, the iconic Mini, and you have the Countryman, which, like, literally really transformed Mini, you know, at the end of 2010 because of four doors, all-wheel drive Mm -hmm. it. It literally opened up like new segments yeah, for yeah. us, and uh, when we look at these two bookends, we clearly have the, the Bev today and the mm-hmm. hardtop. You know, I think the Countryman would be a logical step in the future, mm-hmm. uh, and that's where I think we have really flexible architecture within the group. Where mm-hmm. I think the theme within the larger company is this idea of the power of choice so mm-hmm. to being able to have different options and then what you were describing before which is this electrification in the future this is still 10 years out mm-hmm. you know so 10 years is a right. 10 mm-hmm. years is a long time yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh, so i think i think we're going to maintain as much flexibility mm-hmm. as possible I mean, that's an extraordinarily safe, but I appreciate that. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, it's, I predict that many will have an uh, electric countryman at some point, at some in, the, point. in the next uh, some 10, years. 15, but, 20, sometime years. But I, I, think it's, what I think it's interesting, though, and in, in, in not to, I mean, I think that's a, you know, I appreciate that, um, that response because I, I think it's clear, you know, where the market share is from many enthusiasts. And as many, many enthusiasts have recognized is, that small hatch can only go so far in your life if it's, if it's your only car. Sure. Uh, if right. you've got a, a young family or you're thinking about that, you know, you want to stay in the, in the mini family, um, that's the logical choice. And it's interesting coming off of driving those cars yes. on the autocross and having spent time in the ES, you start to realize, you start to really kind of rethink 
have we been doing it wrong for a while now? Because this that electric car and others that I've driven within only the BMW group, by the way, of course. Yeah, of um, course. Are really mind-bending, though, in terms of the type of experience you have as a consumer, especially as a daily driver. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think it's the more, and at least this is my opinion, the more people you get seat time in that car, I think the more people that will, frankly, be shocked at the experience. For sure. I mean, that's that's why and we've been engaging with you know the UDEs on the BMW mm-hmm. side. Mm-hmm. To get people in some mini electrics for for sure that was that's one opportunity pat mm-hmm. mentioned you know this uh electrify expo. expo that you know we've had a couple different um examples there which is also getting some demo opportunities mm-hmm. uh so yeah, but the challenge is at the dealer level yeah and and they very much want this they've been asking us for this it's like hey can we can we have some you know cars to demo the problem is it's like everything's sold. sold yeah right and so we're trying to find that balance because for sure if, if people had an opportunity to drive it mm-hmm. uh and anytime we've we've been able to do that with cars the limited number of cars we have available um it's definitely a good thing but mm-hmm. for sure when you would you you know you initially i think go back even two years ago when people were thinking about electrification it was either a luxury thing mm-hmm. or it was like I'm compromising. Mm-hmm. And right. I think that's the really cool thing about yeah. kind of how we're looking at it. And certainly with the Mini Electric, even the even the Countryman p that's out there mm-hmm. today, is it, it shouldn't be a compromise. It mm-hmm. should still be fun to drive. It should still be like your normal car. And, and so I think that was one thing that was really achieved with, uh, with the Mini Electric mm-hmm. today. And then so going forward in the future... Everything that we look at going towards being an electrified brand, it has to be a mini. It has to deliver on the driving characteristics. It has to deliver on that, you know, creative use mm-hmm. of space and such. So, and I think that's that's cool because you have some some companies may bring on an electric car, and it's it's this unique, mm-hmm. different car that's like how does that really fit with with the brand? Yeah. Where there's no <clears throat> mistaking, and I don't think there will be any mistaking. Yeah. In the no, future, so with either. what we're doing, that mm-hmm. it's it's a mini. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I've not driven an electric car until today. I'm, I'm not uh, really? even lying really? at all. No, it was a big. It was a, and the first time you will always remember it was on a racetrack. It was on a racetrack at that. So with the full regen or the low? Regen? Oh, I went max regen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If you go out there on too. low regen, it, it'll be which is a, a different, different experience, experience, and I'm still going to go do that. All right. Uh, but that's my first experience in an electric car. I've never done it, and I've got twenty. Never, never driven an electric. I mean, golf carts, but those don't count. I've got my fair share of uh, MTTS autocross time and regular autocross time and track time. And even out there today, uh, driving around Gabe in that uh, M5 CS. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> that Mini, dare I say, had better acceleration than the JCW because I took that out on the streets, too. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't – there was a, a marked difference. It was an amazing experience. I wouldn't ha- think twice about having that car in my garage. Yeah. There's this like, oh, this is a Mini. Of course, this drives exactly like a Mini. Why would I not have this car? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't have to put gas in it. That's why I don't have to have, that's why I'm going to have this car. There you it's go. perfect. And the, the, numbers, awesome. the numbers don't do it justice because what you're describing is almost like an additional line item in yep. a comparison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, the, because, it's the butt dyno. Because if you... Because if you... Cause if, yeah, the butt dyno. Yeah, the that's butt actually dino. the specification. Yeah. Can, we, can, we, can we quantify the butt dyno in some way? Uh, I've got a spreadsheet somewhere. Just I'm going to call your and I'm going to say the new specification is called butt dyno. Butt dyno. And yes. I'll give you a copyright on that. <laughs> uh, intellectual that. property. No, but I think when you look at the numbers... 
the zero to 60 time, things like that, it doesn't really uh, convey mm-hmm. right. this visceral feeling you get when you're in that seat and just this pull, this instant power yeah. that just makes you giddy. It makes not, you just Not only the like, instant power, it is the instant. That's the but key. with full regen... Oh yeah. Instant, oh yeah! Stop it! Oh yeah! You don't need brakes. You don't need brakes. Yeah. yeah. Just, one, one, you're like, one, oh wait yeah. a minute! I have to one rethink the way yeah. I drive. One yeah. pedal drive. Right? And, and that was yeah. even on the autocross. Now what's now. cool with that? So you know, and I, and not that this is like you know earth shattering technology, but it is. You, you said one pedal drive. Yeah. And it is almost like you know driving a go kart. If you were to drive it that way. The brake lights do come on when the car. Oh, is do they really? Oh, yeah. I didn't even yeah. see that. So, yeah. so because that that's always a question. It's like, wow, I'm driving around. I don't even need, even need to the brake at all. So that because of that reason, oh. there is some inertial sensor sensors in there at all. So as soon so as you let off the gas, it comes on. The brake oh. lights will come on. So you're not like does. freaking people out when you're driving. So of course I, it does. I'm going to pivot a little <laughs> bit, but I mean, I think it's fair to say, like 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 I mentioned before that. You know, the experience I've had and a lot of people had with yeah. that car is, is kind of a revelation in some ways. Yeah. And you start to really question, well, why have we been putting, you know, why, yeah, why dead dinosaurs we, in, our, in our cars? Why am I still putting for this gas in our many years? car that right now, in fact, spends more time in the garage than ever has ever, especially mm-hmm. for me? Yeah. I used to go, you know, yeah, I'm that's a good point 150 too. miles a people week who are working to driving yeah. 10 or 15. So, but for for those listening right now who yes. are who are holding on to their to their shift knob and their foot <laughs> on the clutch and they are like hey, hey. come and take it okay now Pat I, McKenna, I ride, come and take it i ride with those guys we too, love you so. guys too yeah I'm, and so for those guys I'm, and listen i'm a card carrying member i i fully will admit i love a, a, a manual transmission Just watch your step pressure how do we you know how how do we feel about the next 10 years i mean do we have does somebody like me who i love electric cars but i'm not quite there yet where is there a future for me with with many yeah so one it's not going to be a light switch mm-hmm. right okay. it's not yeah. like all of a sudden we're going to get to 2030 and you know there's going to be none of the things you're familiar with mm-hmm. and, and just all all the future i think there will be a balance of that uh so you know we will have internal combustion cars in our lineup for for a while mm-hmm. Uh, and we also need to be careful too about the U.S. market specifically. That you know, if you look at like the the globe around there, certainly Europe is sprinting towards electrification, and China you could you mm-hmm. could put that in there as well. You know, some other parts of Asia and definitely the U.S. You know, there's this question of well, is it is the tipping point in 2030? Is it 2040? Mm-hmm. That I think is going to be kind of you know see how that plays out. So we mm-hmm. want to make sure that we we've, we've got a little bit of runway left. You know, to make sure all those things people will expect from us from an internal combustion standpoint are still mm-hmm. there and John Cooper works and all that. But then, you know, when we start to look at, so t- take example of the um, uh, the pace setter that we use for the safety mm-hmm. car oh, in wow. Formula One um, or Formula E this year. And that can give you a really good indication of, you know, what can we do? with John Cooper works mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as well if right. that were electrified. Mm-hmm. And I think you'll start to see more and more of that develop. And, you know, when you start to to develop, you know, larger battery capacities mm-hmm. and ranges get to be more mm-hmm. of a thing, but back to the fact of staying true to the fact that it's a Mini, mm-hmm. right? You should, you should never get into, you know, uh, a Mini and feel like, well, this is kind of foreign to me or mm-hmm. does, this have, does this have the performance characteristics I'm looking for mm-hmm. um, those I think will all be there in the future 
And I think with, uh, you know, having seen kind of what's around the corner, um, I think people will be really excited about nice. keeping true to what Mini's all about mm-hmm. and kind of the, the legacy and our heritage mm-hmm. and all that. But then also, you know, sticking with how do we continue to kind of modernize and be relevant to how the world is, is developing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think people will be really happy with how the brand evolves in that regard. Nice. All right. I feel I feel better. I th- hopefully, everybody now can let go of their shift knobs. <laughs> and they're they can they can rest a little bit. Gotta have the shift knob. Man. Yeah, Gotta a little bit. Of hey, we've been driving some classic minis out there. Today. Yeah, yeah still I noticed hang that. On to their minis. Uh, well, right? and that's and that's the other thing I was going to bring up too. And I, I two more topics, but I don't want to look like you had something to ask. As well. uh, I, I just wanted to touch up like one of two, when we start getting back into actually talking about gasoline powered cars again. Todd had a question about JCW, so. I wanted to throw that out there. Go ahead. Go ahead. So our man Todd, who couldn't yeah. be with us today because he's going to SEMA next week. He, of nice. course, he has to ask, being the recent purchaser of two new JCWs that are going to be arriving for the end of the year, wow. he wants to know if there's going to be a horsepower boost on the JCWs before they start going electric. Like on the petrol power cars, are we going to see those get any any more juice, any more horsepower? We, we don't have any horsepower changes for... Uh, for years to come. There you go, Todd. There's yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> Scratch yeah. it out. <laughs> Scratch that one off. And I'll always go back to uh, this this uh, somewhat old point at this uh, at this stage. But uh, Gabe and I have talked about when we went to 301 horsepower. Yeah. That was, you know, rethinking the suspension, the braking, the rear axle, everything. So yes. Um, so that. That milestone, which wasn't that long ago, mm-hmm, right. is still... Is, is four and a half seconds zero to 60 not enough? <laughs> yeah. You know, for me, honestly, I, it's, it's more than enough. Okay. And, and I'm good. I mean, I just drive a Cooper S, and I drive a Cooper if I could, but I, I drive a Cooper S. It's our boy Todd. He Well... Right. He drives stoplights, stoplights. He's also a, he's he's making a heavy investment in JCW stock right now, so <laughs> yeah, he just right. wants to make sure that there's... He's paying his bets. Yeah. 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 Rest assured. Yeah. yeah. And then now, his only other question. Now, to that, to that yeah. effect, do you know what he's buying? What JCW is buying? I do. Buying? He's buying a hardtop and a countryman. Nice. Okay, so now the countryman, obviously with 301 horsepower. That's, mm-hmm. He wanted, yeah, he's a hardtop guy, but he also yeah. knows the countryman's a little bit quicker. So. Gotcha. Well, yeah. That's what I'm driving. So. Yeah, Thank yeah, you, yeah. Todd. There Thank you, go. Todd. Yes. And he also wants to know if we're going to be able to unlock minis in the future with our, with our phones. Well, that's an like, interesting question. Like, like the BMWs are starting to do and like I'm seeing on TV with other brands. So, because that's actually a really cool. It thing. is. It is pretty cool. That's good. So here's, I'll I'll answer that with a two pronged answer, which <laughs> perfect. Is, You're really good at those. So we're living in a semiconductor chip shortage. Yep, yep, yep. And I think because minis err on the side of of you know being a little simpler. Yeah. We're we only have three issues right now where we have semiconductor chip shortages. So, uh, why we, add why add to that? Well, can I not our, do, can our, I not do that today? So our next generation you, you, cars. That's fair. You from, can oh, from yeah, from true. California it, to New Jersey. It, yeah, it, yeah, it yeah, goes yeah. up to space and back. I yes. think that's 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 the difference. It, it is, but it's fair. Just and checking. And for those I of you, all the time. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You like want to get into your hotel room or my car? Yeah, yeah. I have yeah. My phone well, again, that was a me question. That was a odd question. But and for the for listeners, Mike's pointing to Mini Connected, the Mini app, the Mini app. Sorry, yes, which allows for you to unlock modern. Minis, which is a fantastic feature. It takes a little, just a so, so when you're takes leaving, a beat or two, just a few seconds. <laughs> when you're leaving Whole Foods, yeah. you can actually unlock your car from the park from the yes. store. Yes. Or it's like yes. let's say you went somewhere, you're in a stadium, and like 
crap, did I lock my car? You can check the status or you can lock it remotely. Yeah, which, yeah. which, which cool. is cool, but I think, I think yeah. Todd's actually asking. I know what you're talking about. Though. Yeah. That'll be in the next gen. and Perfect. Yeah. That's good for Todd because it's, that means he's going to have to buy another car. So that it'll, works. It'll triple down next that, time. That'll be the drinking game. As <laughs> but he's Todd just going to have to unlock it with his thumb. <laughs> with his thumb for now. Yeah. Like it's a farmer. Really difficult. Yeah, right. Like 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 a, yeah, oh, I a have caveman. To use, I have to use a fob because my 2016 is a super Legera. So I have we've, to, we've, I, yeah, yeah, we've named DB's uh, 2016 uh, super, super Legera because it has manual everything on it yeah, which is no. I'm which surprised is it doesn't have roll crank it's windows it's a good pivot because actually the last thing I want to chat about <laughs> is and and we chatted about it briefly you don't you don't want to uh, talk about it is this sort of I don't know if you guys have noticed but I've seen it on bring a trailer I've seen it elsewhere but the first generation new minis mm. are starting to go up in value yeah some of them They're, are not some of them are the ones that were, had been on fire or have no transmission have gone down. I've, but I've still seen regular R53s on the But, but nice ones. going for like six or but seven. But nice ones. And like this is how it starts. The nice yep. ones start first. Yeah. GPs, what what GP do you guys ones. think about that? I mean, do you, inside of Mini, do you look at that and, you know, see that as an opportunity? Or do you see, are, are you just sort of, huh, that's great, but we're focused on the future? Uh, where, I didn't think about that. that. My first Mini is now coming up on being a classic. Yeah. Oh my yeah, God. Neo. I mean, because we're next summer, we'll celebrate. Yeah. Uh, or 20, not even next spring. March. Twenty twenty years. Yeah, 20 March twenty first. Yeah, twenty oh twenty God. years in America. Yeah. And America. I think there's America. There's great. I think great opportunities in the first generation cars, R fifty, R fifty three. Just in terms of, you know, some of the custom builders, mm-hmm. the resto mod builders that we've seen out there. And I think it's a chance to kind of reimagine the car. Like it could be, you know, changing seat coverings mm-hmm. and changing color schemes and things like that and doing like proper restorations as well. Mm-hmm. So I think it's also an opportunity because uh, I think the, the owner community, every time we're together, is always saying, when is a smaller mini coming? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. The, the answer is always, you know, it's really, and, and no one likes this answer, but the reality is it's, it's challenging to really come out with a smaller car when safety regulations are getting, you know, you know they're changing all the time. And, and also me and that person are the only ones that actually want a smaller car. <laughs> or we'll pay for it. <laughs> or we'll pay for it, exactly. But so. that, that first gen uh, there it is. Mini is really, I think it fits that perfectly, but I think they're... Mm-hmm. I would love to see people not just restore them, but restore and kind of reimagine mm-hmm. what they look like. And I think that's that's good for the whole brand. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. it'd be interesting to see who is buying them. Mm-hmm. I mean, we just talked about the fact that we've got, you know, 80% people that are new to the brand buying the Mini Electric. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. It's kind of like driving some of the classics out here today. I'm like, damn. I want to go buy one of those. Yeah, are, there yeah. people, are there more people that are getting yeah. tuned into Mini? They're new to the brand. Yeah. Or new to the what brand, getting on their radar screen or or reinvigorated mm-hmm. about it to say, okay, well, now now let me learn more about this. Mm-hmm. And then does that start to create some, yeah. some interest? I don't know. Yeah, I'll we see other... Attention. I've been 
getting back into the hood rat car show scene a little bit. <laughs> and the old minis aren't showing up yet, but the Toyota Corollas without bumpers and the big drift e-brake handles are there. Oh, gosh. So I'm waiting. Well, for you're, the minis with a lot. Oh, those are the hood rat car shows. Dude. That's a that's a different car show. It's a whole different <laughs> car show. Around. But I'm not seeing I'm not seeing minis there yet, except yeah. for mine. And I just the see I the, the bat prices, and you can look, yeah. and it's all it's all there. It's, they're it's, they're it's, going up for sure. Yeah. And I also see so there's that there's the pristine people who are throwing down 16 18 20 grand for just a cooper s right that's just got did fairly that. low miles yeah. um then there's also the folks who are like just totally modding out their cars and all that i think what we're talking about is something a little bit different but we're seeing that in other places i mean mm-hmm. other automakers are leaning into that concept at yeah. least you know sort of at least i don't know if they're supporting it but they're sort of you know blessing certain aspects of it which is really interesting yeah i'm but, sure there's also a lot of people who work in parts departments right now who are like so when are you going to start making x y and z again right. because they can't get it for their r50 customers or something right. like that which is another yeah. podcast but yeah so there's some well, of the logistics yeah. that would have to be worked out <laughs> now, now that i start thinking about that i'm going back 20 years i'm going you know i haven't seen is i haven't seen a market for like the old pt cruisers or you don't, you don't see people out there going, oh hey, I'm going to buy me a 2002 well, Chevy that, Malibu. That's because they're, really they're all, they're all in the ground. God, there's was demand for that car somewhere outside of the U.S.? No. Uh, oh, yeah. I think oh, there was no. more. They foisted it on them. No, 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 no. So, no. Oh, there you go right there. 96,000 miles. That's not bad. But for, I think, for nine grand. I put 3,000 to 5 on mine. So. But it's interesting because we have... 405,000. We have dealers that are very short on supply. There's a shortage of even used cars, as everyone knows. Now would be the perfect time to really explore. Mm-hmm. Hey, what could what could a you know a first gen a- mini restoration look like? Like now's the time mm-hmm. to really play with it. So I love your question. All right. <laughs> Well, that, I, I, there's, there's anytime, a business waiting to happen right there. We anytime Pat Chad. says he loves my question, I think that's when we always end it. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay, perfect. Then we're done. Bye. Thanks. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so thank you again. Uh, thank you. Appreciate you know obviously being out here. Uh, great to talk to you guys. Likewise. And we'll probably see you guys at MTTS. I'm hundred percent. Nice. Hundred percent. Next July 9th, Am I Seven. right? Pat told us Burlington, uh, Burlington, Vermont. Through the 17th. Through the 17th. <clears throat> yes. All right. So 2022. We will Facebook see. Facebook is insanely crazy all there. about MTTS 2022. We'll, we'll a lot of pent-up demand. We'll yes. have some guests, too. I think uh, our our head of design, Oliver Heimler, is supposed Ooh. to be with oh, us there. Nice. Very Corber, a Globe Ahead of Mini, is supposed to be making a trek over. Wow. Very cool. And, uh, yeah, so I think it'll be, it'll be good. Awesome. Hopefully Fantastic. we have weather like we do today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, the whole time. Knock on, yeah, not, knock on, knock on exactly. whatever this is. Yes. So, all right. Well, thanks, cool. gentlemen. Thanks, all. Thanks, guys. Thank you. See you. Cheers. Okay, let's close this up. Hey, uh, this is it. We're done. Gabe's going to try to get a seat time in a race car. Yes. Hear him? Yes, absolutely. Uh, one of the uh, probably, I don't know, there's three M3s out there right now from the 2000s, early right. 2010s. Yeah. Some pretty famous cars. So Very cool. Absolutely. Very cool stuff out on the track. You guys will hear it in the background. Gabe's going to try to put some video up of that later. Uh, we had a great day. Got to oh, talk to everybody. Nice. We got to drive all the cars. Even uh, you, you awesome. had a, a revelation in a Cooper. I did. I had, I had two revelations in Coopers today. Uh, one was that I've never driven an electric car. Hold on. Look at that. Oh, my God. Oh. Literally in formation. It's so, it is so cool. That's incredible. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, the Cooper, and then I drove the, actually drove a Cooper, a 2021, which I haven't driven the latest iteration of the three-cylinder car and it was amazing 
It was a purely delightful automobile to drive. And they even had one with the manual transmission. It was like driving an R50. It's great. It done and done. There it is. Anyway, this is going to complete our coverage from, from our BMW Performance Center in Thermal, BMW California. Mini Test Fest. Yes, BMW Mini Test Fest. Thanks, guys, for letting us come along. It's been a hoot. Thanks for listening. See you guys later. Bye. Some last second you're copying. Supposed be, you're supposed to be. <laughs> you're supposed to be stopping the noise. <laughs> this is a. Pro- oh, you meant, you, you this is a professional operation. Can you hear my eyes roll when uh, on the recording? <laughs> right, so yeah, first first question: What do you think of the buy? It, I think it's good. Right, they're, they're, about it. they're different. They're different. It's not like overly. It doesn't taste like overly artificial, which is what I was yeah. worried about. It tastes good. The, I, the watermelon I've never seen, and that's what I've been. Uh, I should hope. I think you can actually buy this at Whole Foods. You can, right? yeah. you can buy them a lot of places. Yeah. See, yeah. There you go. Just be, we're on. We're ready. Go. All right. Sweet. Go.